Welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency founder and CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of three little ones. I'll help you combine ambition and motherhood and build your business to get the profit and freedom you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. In this episode of the podcast, I chatted with Jotsna Ramachandran. She is the founder of Happy Self Publishing and is also an internationally best-selling author and TEDx speaker. After her book Job Escape Plan went on to become a bestseller under multiple categories and listed by Inc.com as one of the top 10 Start Your Business books, she realized how a book can really change people's lives. And she also understood that there were a lot of aspiring authors with a really great message to share that didn't have professional help to publish their books. And so she started Happy Self Publishing. So I really wanted to dig in with Jotsna about the possibility of self-publishing and what that looks like and how to do it and how to actually utilize authorship as a funnel to get clients in a coaching or consulting business. So with that, I will dive on in with the interview and I hope that you enjoy and learn and I would love your feedback. Hi, welcome to the show, Jotsna. Hi, Annalise. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, so welcome. What an impressive bio. So how did you get here? Why why books? Why Author Success Academy? Why talk to me about your journey? Oh yeah, sure. So I don't come from a publishing background or industry. It just happened uh, actually. Uh when I was going through my uh, early uh you know phase as a new mom, uh, that's when I realized my previous business, which was into staff recruitment, was stressing me out because I couldn't attend too many phone calls. I couldn't go out and meet my clients. So I wanted to start a business that would give me the flexibility, the freedom to work from home. And I just started to Google, how do you make money online? And I saw a lot of these uh, results related to self-publishing using Amazon. So this was about six years ago. And uh, I took up a lot of online courses to learn about self-publishing. And back then, publishing ghostwritten books on Kindle was a very in thing. So I would just hire ghostwriters and publish book under different pen names. So that was how I initially got into the publishing business. But later I realized, wow, this is a great uh, way to make money. And then I made this my full-time thing and I shut down all my other businesses. And then I, it gave me the courage to write my first book, Job Escape Plan. So this was five years back. That is how it all started. And after I became an author, a best-selling author, a lot of people around me started asking, how did you manage to write a book? How did you publish it? That's when I understood that there is a demand for this. Uh, you know, there are people who want to self-publish, but they don't know how to go about it. So that gave me the idea to put together all my resources into a company, into an agency for authors who want to self-publish. And that's how Happy Self-Publishing was born. And I'm so grateful that in the last five years, we've helped more than 500 authors from 35 different countries, thanks to the online nature of uh, the business. And only recently, this year in 2020, I found that uh, most people who come to us are people who've written their books, but there is a vast majority of them who are still aspiring to write a book, but they don't know how to go about do doing that. So I started Author Success Academy to help aspiring authors. So that's my journey uh, for you, Annalise. So fantastic. I love that it came from 
seeing really seeing that need and and moving towards that so that that is I always say that is you know all good businesses are designed around the problem that you that you see that is actually going to be solved so that's really fantastic so tell me, I work with a lot of service-based business owners who are fantastic at their thing. They are excellent, you know, thought leaders, expertise in different areas. How, what, what should they start thinking about? If they're thinking, I want, I would love to have a book, where do they start? I think the starting point is that decision that they have to make that, yes, I need to become an author because a lot of people who are so good at their work, at their business, have that imposter syndrome that uh, am I really good enough to write a book? Yes, I've been serving my clients for the last five years, 10 years. I've got some great testimonials. But when it comes to writing a book, people think I need to be the number one expert in my industry to qualify myself to write a book. So I think the mindset shift is the most important thing before the writing happens. So one needs to understand that our job as an author is to only serve people who are a few steps behind us and not to get carried away or get worried about people who are ahead of us because there will always be these influencers, these big people in any industry. But problem happens when we try to compare ourselves with them and think that, oh, their book is the number one bestseller. It's a New York Times bestseller what gives me the right to write a book on a similar subject, right? So I think that is a mindset that we as authors need to break because only then we will be in a position to serve people who are just a few steps behind us. Because let's see, when I wrote Job Escape Plan, I was super nervous initially, but then I understood that people who are still stuck in a wrong job, for them, I may be somebody whom they can relate to more uh, like easily as compared to people who are running Fortune 500 companies. So I think that is a mindset uh, that imposter syndrome is something that we all need to overcome. So I would say that is the first step. After having clarity on that, uh, entrepreneurs should think about who is their ideal reader. Ideally, here's the pro tip. Your target reader is also your target client or customer for your business. So once you zero down on who your target reader is, because a lot of times authors make this mistake of thinking, I'll write a book and I want everyone to read it. Now that's a mistake because if you try and write a very general book, say a general productivity book, then it's not going to appeal to everyone because a productivity challenge of a new mom is going to be very different from a productivity challenge of a CEO, right? So that's why it's important to narrow down on the tar target reader. And once you define the target reader and understand why you're writing the book, that's also important. And since you already narrowed it down for me saying that it's for service-based entrepreneurs, I'm sure their purpose for writing the book is to position themselves as the best in what they're doing and generate leads from the book. So that can be a great reason to write the book. And after that uh, comes, um, you know, the steps related to planning the whole thing, because a lot of people think, okay, let me uh, start writing the book and they write for a couple of days and they get stuck and then they never go back to writing. So I think putting that plan in place is really important and a few good things to do is to write an outline first before writing the book. A good way of doing that would be to just do a brain dumping activity or a mind map of all the different ideas that come to your mind related to your book's topic. Yeah, so putting that mind map together on a piece of paper and then trying to rearrange it so that it takes the reader from point A where they are currently suffering to point B, which is their ideal uh, place where they wanna reach. So having that logical sequence is uh, the right way to outline the whole book. And once the book outline is in place, then I think deciding on the launch date is really important. A lot of people don't do that. They think, okay, let me do it in six months and it'll actually take them six years. So 
I think uh, three months to six months is a good enough time to write and publish a book. So choosing a launch date, and if you want to go one step further, you can actually design the book's cover. Just decide the book's title and subtitle, get a good designer to design the cover and launch it on social media. Let all your clients know, let all your friends know that you're writing a book. That will be like a very positive, uh, you know, a way to keep yourself accountable to finish the book. So these are certain things that teach my students as well, Annalise, and people really get scared to do that. But if they're committed to becoming an author, then they definitely they would go ahead and do that. So what is that process? Because you're saying three to six months to publish it. That seems mm. really overwhelming to me. Um, I started writing a book this year, actually, and then I fell pregnant and I got sick and I was trying to do too many things. So the book is now on pause until next year, but that's fine. In my head, if I said three months to write and publish, what is, how long is that process? So I've written, say I've written my draft and I send mm -hmm. it to an agency like yours. How long is that then editing and backwards and forwards and process before it actually is released? Great question. So in my opinion, the difficult part is the writing. Right. And if you reach that finish line, then everything else is pretty simple. Now, let's assume a person has already written the first draft. Then the next step would be, do they want to self-publish it or do they want to go with a publishing company? Now, if somebody wants to traditionally publish, then let me correct the timeline. It could take you anywhere between two to four years. It's actually a very long process because you'll have to okay. find a literary agent. They'll have to represent you. And if you're lucky enough, you get selected. Otherwise, you'll have to face a lot of rejections. So for my suggestion would be if you're not an Instagram celebrity or if you're not a sports star or somebody who has a huge following, then it's better to self-publish your first book because most big publishing houses would only select authors whom they know they can market easily. So that is a challenge. If you're a first time author, if you're an entrepreneur and the whole world doesn't know you yet, then it's better to self publish. So now let's come back to the self publishing process. So you could authors could do this in a couple of ways. The worst thing would be to try and uh, do everything yourself, like having the cover designed on Canva, asking your aunt to edit the book. So please stay away from that. If you want the output to look professional, the second option would be to have a set of professionals do this for you. Uh, you could either go and find freelancers to do it yourself. It is time consuming and uh, you may not know the right place and the right kind of fee for all of these different services. So if you want to invest the time, some people like to do everything themselves. So if they want to go uh, do it the tough way, you can go to a lot of freelance websites and find editors, designers, interior designers to do this, or you could go to a, a publishing service agency like mine, where we have everything under one umbrella. So the first step we usually do analyze is the cover design and the editing. It can happen in parallel because the cover is a very creative thing. All we need to understand is what is the book about? What idea does the author want to project to the target reader? So once we understand the preferences of the author, then my team would you know, go and look at similar covers in the same genre and see what kind of covers are working right now. And we would give some initial concepts based on the author's feedback on the concepts. We would narrow it down and choose the, you know, go to the next step in finalizing the cover. So the cover design is one step that should typically take about uh, 10 to 20 days if the author is responsive and gives some great feedback. Sometimes a lot of time gets consumed in the back and forth communication. You know, you know what I mean? So yes. that's one thing. Uh, the next thing that can happen in parallel is the editing. So again, for the editing, it's really useful if the author tells the editor 
what is the book about who is it going to help how is it different from the other books in the genre and uh, what is that unique solution that you're going to uh, present in the book so once you give a background then the editor would position themselves in the shoes of the reader and they would read the book so i suggest authors should go and have these three different phases of editing the first phase is what i call as the manuscript review phase it's also known as content editing so for a typical non fiction book in the business genre what uh, editors would do is they would read the entire book and give a report talking about how engaging was the book how interesting was it should some content be added should something be removed uh, is there some something missing in the flow so based on those inputs the author may want to rewrite certain portions of the book and send it back to the editor and then begins the next phase which is the copy editing phase here the editor would give inputs in terms of how can the vocabulary be better how can the sentence structure be improved and all these suggestions are given in a different color we call it track changes in a word doc so that the the author can immediately find out what are the suggestions and finally it's the author's book so they have the freedom to accept or decline those suggestions and add their comments and then finally we do the third round of uh, editing which is a proofreading here is where all the things that have been missed out so far in terms of the grammar the spelling the punctuation everything is corrected and the book is finally polished and usually editing takes anywhere between 4 to 8 weeks this is the longest phase when it comes to the uh, post production as i call it so this is where a lot of uh, effort is put in so that the book is completely polished and after the editing comes the interior design so here the interior designer may take some elements from the cover design and then um, usually what we follow is we do the design for one chapter after the book is edited and we show it to the author and if they like it or if they want to give some feedback we take that and we do the design for the rest of the book and then comes the formatting or conversion to suit the ebook and the paperback versions and usually this interior design and formatting should take about 2 weeks so the entire process of uh, publishing after the book is written can be finished in about 2 months there have been times where the author has been on a very stiff deadline and we have done it in about 3 weeks but then my team has to work day day and night to make that possible but if you want to just uh, space it out and do it in a proper way it should not take more than 2 months ideally wow thank you so much for that detail that's really that's really great for me to know especially as i'm <laughs> you know in the middle of this process myself um sure so yeah thank you so much for going into so much detail because i think that it is a whole new world to so many mm. people and it's really useful to have that breakdown so i appreciate it Right. So actually authors can do so many fancy things like creating a book trailer, uh doing an author website, landing page. All those are great, but they are optional. But the most essential things are these three: the cover, the editing and the formatting. And then uploading to Amazon just takes about 12 hours. So just hitting the publish button is the easiest step in the whole process. Okay. But the real challenge is then going to come with marketing the book, isn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah. so how do we how do we do that? How do we get to be a best seller? Great great question. And a lot of authors aspire to become a best selling author uh, because I think it has two reasons. One is it gives the author the credibility because the next time you go up on stage or you get interviewed you want to be uh, introduced as a best selling author. So that's a great way uh, that's a great thing to have to attract high quality clients and all that and secondly the book also gets more visibility once you're on the best seller charts 
So for both credibility and visibility, I highly recommend that authors aim for the bestseller positioning. Uh, so the bestseller promotion has to be planned in advance. It's not that, you know, you have the book published and then you wonder, what do I do next? So it all starts a few weeks before the launch analyze where I suggest authors to start building a launch team. So a few minutes back, I told you about putting the book book's cover out there, right? I think that can be the first step of marketing the book. And a lot of times authors wouldn't have even started writing the book. But if your cover is ready, then your book marketing starts from then on, you can just upload it to social media and tell people, hey, if you're interested in this topic, then I would love you to fill out this quick form where I need some inputs on this particular topic, whatever the topic may be, whether it's Instagram marketing or public speaking, whatever is the topic of the book, there will be a set of people who may be your friends and family, but it could also be others outside who are interested in that topic. Once they fill out that short form, you can just have a few questions and just get them engaged in that whole process, then request their permission to add them to your launch team. And this can be a closed group, either a Facebook group or a WhatsApp or a Telegram group, wherever you can bring all these interested people together and start updating them about what's happening with your book. As soon as you get the first set of covers, show it to them, ask them for their vote. So engage this, this set of people. It can just be as small as 30 people to say 50 people, but those people are going to be super critical to help you reach the bestseller charts. I'll talk about that in a bit. So keep engaging with this launch team members. And before your book is launching, tell them what they're expected to do. Ideally, the launch team members should download the book as soon as it goes up on Amazon. Even if it's an ebook, which you price at 99 cents, it's important that, or you can even give it to them for free. It's important that they download the book and leave a review. That is super important. Launch team members can do a lot of other things like giving feedback before the book goes live. They can connect you to podcasters. They can uh, help you promote the book in so many ways. But the primary role is to leave a review. And what I suggest to authors is as soon as you get the first five reviews, you are now ready to start working on the bestseller promotions. So this is how Amazon bestseller promotion works, Annalise. You may know, but some of our listeners may not know. So I'll just brief you on how the algorithm works. So what Amazon does is every one hour, they update their sales system to see under each category, what have been the sales numbers. So the book that has sold the maximum in the last one hour will be the number one book. The second highest number of sales uh, would be the book number two. So that way they make individual lists for each category. And of course, there is a bestseller for the whole Amazon store as well. So first time authors may not aspire for the entire Amazon list because unless you write a Harry Potter, which sells millions of copies, it's very difficult to reach the number one in the entire Amazon Kindle store. But what is definitely achievable is to reach the number one position in your relevant category. So for that, you don't need thousands of sales. Even a few hundred sales is good enough for you to help you reach that. So rather than spreading out that sale to a month, if you can send enough number of people to your Amazon page within a few days or a week, that is what uh, is where the magic happens, where a lot of people buy the book within a few days and the book climbs the charts. You choose the right categories in the back end and you hit the number one position. So what you do is once you have those five reviews, one is you can uh, ask your friends and family to buy, but they may forget, they may buy a week later. So rather than just depending on your circle of friends, it's good to reach out to a lot of promotional websites. So there are these websites which have a huge email list of 
uh, readers who are serious about reading new books. So these guys, what they do is every day they pick a few books and they promote it to their audience and they tell them, hey, go check out this new book that's uh, usually priced at $4.99, but today you're going to get it at 99 cents. So people who are interested in that topic will go click that link. They'll, it'll take them to your Amazon page and they'll end up buying the book. So like that, if a lot of people end up buying your book within a short span of time, I call this promo stacking. Every day you pick three or four different websites and promote your book over there. And that will help the book reach the number one position uh, within a few days. So that's how the initial bestseller promotion campaign is run. And uh, if you're lucky, if your book stays at number one for a few days, you'll get that cute little orange badge right next to your book's name. And that's a nice thing to have. So when we actually do this as a service, because a lot of authors, uh, you know, want to just outsource this, they understand the whole process, but they don't want to do it themselves. So what we do is we help them choose the right categories. We take a screenshot of all these uh, best uh, positions that the book has reached and we give it to them at the end of the promo. So then what authors do is they add it to the website saying that, hey, I'm, a, I'm the best-selling author of this book. So that's how this process works, Annalise. Yay. Totally doable. <laughs> <laughs> so I've opened up all the secrets. So we, this is how the whole thing is uh, uh, managed. I'm so glad that you offer this as a service because knowing... Um, knowing how much work is involved in that and it's it's awesome that you know we can get this done for <laughs> us without having to find all of these websites every day and do this so how long what does that process normally take if the if the book is released on the 1st of february when yeah. when do you normally see that that campaign has has worked or not worked yeah, so what we tell is um, if your book is launched on the 1st of Feb, take about a week's time to gather the initial reviews. And why are these reviews important? First of all, these promo websites will not accept a book if it doesn't have reviews. So that's why it becomes really important to get some good reviews in the first week. Mm -hmm. then, uh, then my team would take another week to schedule all these promotions. And in the third week, we actually run the promotion. So by, by the end of the third week, you will see the bestseller badge. Okay, three weeks. Awesome. And what about pre-sales? How does that come into it? Well, uh, uh, if you ask me, unless you are already a popular author whose readers are waiting for the next book to be released, pre-sales is not uh, something that I would recommend for all authors. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to if you pr probably have a lot of events leading towards the launch, uh, say you're, get, you're get, getting booked on an online summit and uh, you know that there are going to be like 5,000 people watching you and you want them to take that action of buying your book, but your book is not yet out. It's going to come out only after two months. Then it makes sense to do a pre-sales campaign so that when you're on stage, when you're actually you know, giving a lot of value and you're going to uh, give that final call to action, you can actually point them towards your book on Amazon. So that way pre-sale works, but a lot of authors don't have that many events lined up. So that's why what I suggest to them is to just drop the idea of doing the pre-sales because the pre-sales will not help you reach the bestseller charts okay. because it's going to be spread over weeks. And our idea is to concentrate the sales within a short span of time. It's basically the speed at which you sell rather than the number of books you sell, right? So that's why it's good to um, you know keep all your marketing to follow up after the bestseller campaign is over. So let's assume the bestseller campaign is over, you reach the bestseller position, but you can't sustain that position unless you 
have a continuous marketing plan. So I request my clients to divide their marketing into two phases. The launch phase is where you target the bestseller promotions. And then you have an ongoing marketing plan. Uh, one way could be to just go on a podcast a week. That's a great way to reach out to the right audience, give a lot of value, and then ask them to go and buy your book. Or authors can have a regular content marketing plan for themselves. They can have their own YouTube channel and keep offering value. So that way there is something that you're doing related to the book every single week. And that can be the ongoing marketing plan for the book. And other paid options could also be Amazon ads and Facebook ads. That way you exactly target the right kind of reader who's searching for your book and you know, your book shows up and they are searching for something else related to your book. So yeah, you can have a daily budget to do that, but those are ongoing uh, marketing uh, campaigns, but that's how you divide the launch campaign and the post launch campaign. So both are important. So if you are selling your book really quickly in a short space of time and you're selling it at 99 cents to get the best seller badge, how do you then utilize that and actually get paid Hmm. from from all of the work that you've put into this? A great question, Annalise, again. So uh, this is something I tell authors upfront. Don't expect to become a millionaire because you are running a bestseller campaign. In fact, a lot of people spend more money than making the same amount of money uh, during the campaign. So the ROI is not just the book sales. Why? Because first of all, you're selling it at 99 cents. And when you're selling it for 99 cents, Amazon will only give you a 35% royalty, which is like hardly 35 cents. So only when you put it back to your full price, whether it's $2.99 or anything above that, you're going to get 70% royalty on that. So let the book sale keep happening. Let that just be a small portion of your potential income as an author. But the real money is in the author funnel. It's in the business behind the book. And a lot of authors whose books are really successful don't have a proper author funnel because they've not thought through the whole thing. So the unfortunate thing about Amazon, though it's a great place to sell your book, is that they don't tell you who the readers are. So you might have sold a thousand books, but you don't know the name and the email of the people who've read your book. So to really monetize the book, it's important to have an author funnel. So this funnel has four different steps. The first step is the book itself. The book is where most people will find you, uh, people who have never seen you before, people who've never come across your work may still find your book and that's how they get introduced into your ecosystem. So that's the first level. The second level is uh, it's actually the lead magnet that you have inside the book. So this is something a lot of authors miss because they don't realize that it's important to capture leads through this lead magnet. So my suggestion to authors would be to give some free bonus inside your book. It could be a free version of your audiobook. It could be an ass- a free assessment. It could be a bonus chapter, a-, a checklist, an action guide, some easy to download PDF that you can give inside the book, which is really going to add more value to the reader. Just add that right at the beginning of your book and also in multiple places across the book so so that they don't miss it. And once they click on that free bonus, it should take them to a landing page where you capture their email and name and you deliver the free bonus. So that's how they actually enter your ecosystem, right? The next level is actually selling something. But before that, I want to just mention that I loved your episode where you actually talk about the three things one should do every week, which is lead generation, nurturing and conversion, right? So the lead generation part is actually the book and the lead magnet, but the nurturing part is where a lot of authors uh, 
forget about because they think I've given a great book. Now let people read and benefit, but they don't realize that nurturing is an ongoing process. So they need to have uh, some form of regular content going out every week, whether it's their email newsletter or a, on online webinar or a, a podcast or a video There has to be some way of nurturing their audience. So that's the free value. And once people have enough of free value, there will be a small portion of your audience who are more serious and who want to get results. They don't mind paying $97 or $497 for an online course that you have to offer or a group coaching program that you have. So those are the people who will open their wallet and pay you something to jump to the next level. So that's the paid value level. And the final level in the author funnel is your premium value. That could be the done for you service that your agency is offering or it could be your high-end uh, mastermind, it could be your one-on-one -on -one coaching, something that is not for everybody. So let's assume a thousand people have read the book. All the thousand won't reach till the final level, but out of that thousand, say hundred people join your email list. Out of that hundred, maybe 20 people will uh, pay something to get that small thing of value from you. And out of that 20, maybe two people will sign up for the highest level program you have. But Let's assume that your coaching program is for say $10,000. Imagine the ROI from the book. So it's not just the money that you make by selling in terms of royalty, but it's actually the money that you have in your author funnel that's actually going to make the book profitable. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for explaining that so well. I have spoken to quite a few authors who were amazed that they didn't become, um, you know, millionaires from their book, but the way that they can then use this as, as a lead magnet. And I know I, I do have clients and, um, and colleagues that use their book and give it away for free. So they will even print and pay to get the book printed and connect exactly. with different people on LinkedIn. And once they have a highly qualified lead, they will send them the book in the mail so that they're paying then quite a, like a significant amount per lead all because that then does really help to establish themselves as the authority. Not only that, then they've got something physical in their hand. They've got that reciprocity that someone has given them something. And, right. and if they read the book, then they are obviously then hopefully blown away by the content and the value mm -hmm. and learn something and are then moved through your funnel that way. So it's definitely, there is definitely more to writing a book than the money that is actually for the physical book. So thank you. You explained that really well. And thanks for going into detail with, with the funnel. That's perfect. So how other than the publishing agency, tell us about the author success Academy. Yeah. So what I understood as I was telling you before Annalise is not everybody finishes their book and then looks at, uh, the next step. A lot of people get stuck in the writing process. So that's when I understood that people don't have a system to follow. Basically someone to tell them, hey, this is your step one, this is your step two, this is your step three. So that's one thing that people need. The second thing that people need is accountability. So what we have in the academy is an accountability partnership system where as soon as they join, they find their accountability partner, they are in touch with each other every week. So that really pushes people to write and finish their book. And the third element, which is really important is coaching. So I used to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but now that we have more than 500 members in our academy, I've changed that to a group coaching system. And that's become even more powerful because every week, a lot of people come together on a Zoom call and uh, I answer their questions, I give feedback. So that's a place where people find 
you know a lot of energy from other authors and from me and that pushes the people to take action so it's not that they don't know and that's why they come into the academy people actually know what to do but they just need that extra push and that support and so the academy has a lot of videos which answer everything right from writing to publishing to marketing so all the knowledge is there inside the videos and people have lifetime access to that but other than that they come on these live calls where they get a lot of value so yeah so that's uh, something that's helping me to grow my agency as well because a lot of authors who finish their books are now obviously coming to me for publishing rather than going to someone they don't know yeah of course amazing i'm so excited for you it's such a great business model and it's doing a really great thing in the world so well done thank you a lot of people write their book thinking okay let me now just get some more clients let me become famous because most of my clients are either coaches or consultants or uh, entrepreneurs but after writing their book they see so many wonderful things happening in their personal life uh, their relationship with family members you know completely uh, you know change and it becomes better uh, they feel that they're uh, that they've now left a legacy i think those are the kind of things that people experience after they become authors right now people may not be able to envision that but after you publish your book so many changes happen in your personal life and uh, you transform yourself while writing the book i think those are the invisible benefits of becoming an author yeah yeah i haven't really thought about it from that perspective but i i do i do realize in marketing the power of having that as being an author because it is such an insurmountable hurdle it feels for so many people and so then the respect that people get from having that author title really right. does elevate them as someone who the perception changes if you if you're an author and even a, and then especially a best selling author the perception of the, the two coaches put beside each other uh that this one has you know really great thought leadership and must have really fantastic ideas because they're mm. an author they thought they've thought enough about it to actually take the time and write the book and then that many people have bought it so it is a really powerful tool in in your arsenal to have and to have those those personal benefits like you mentioned is is icing on the cake i guess <laughs> absolutely see people know all of this uh, analyze but still it's quite daunting for a lot of people to take action and write the book because they think oh i can write a blog post but i can't write a book uh so what i have re recently put together is another service called angel writing and that is for authors who think they can't write or they think they're too busy or they just need somebody to do it for them so this is very different from ghost writing you know the kind of books i used to do in the past this is not that what we do here is we just interview authors just like how we are having a conversation today what we do is we help our our writers help our authors to put the outline in place and then every Uh, on every call they just interview them based on the outline and all that conversation is recorded and our writers write this on behalf of the author without losing their voice and message so that's another great uh, i mean option that authors have so it's not necessary that you have to write your book yourself to call it your book as long as you have it's your knowledge it's your message that's getting conveyed through the book you can just hire uh, writers to do this for you mm. So great. I love that technology is making this happen and bringing the world together and making our lives better and easier. It's so good. Right. I am in India, you're in Australia and you know we have listeners from across the world. I think all thanks to technology we are able to do this. Yeah, it's fantastic. So where can people find out more about you? Where where can where should they go and hunt you down? 
Sure. So if all of this is ringing a bell and people want to take instant action, then the best place would be to go and check out happyselfpublishing.com. I have a nice uh, author success scorecard. That's a self-assessment to check what is your probability of becoming a successful author. So that's there right on top of my website at happyselfpublishing.com. So people who are aspiring authors can definitely go take that test. Fantastic. Is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners with before we disconnect? Yeah, I think uh, we are living in the best time in the world. I know a lot of things around us are not going as per what we, how we want the world to be. 2020 has been not a very positive year, uh, year for many reasons, but a lot of people have realized that there cannot be a better time to write their book. We have got so many inquiries as compared to the previous year because people during this downtime are actually reflecting upon all their uh, things in their bucket list. And for many people, writing a book has been on their bucket list. So they can't be a better time to write. So while you're still working from home, I think this is the best time to grab that opportunity. So go ahead and become an author. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Annalise. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Mum Style Business Podcast. One more thing before you go. I would love to be able to practically support you with free live marketing coaching every single week. So head on over and join the Social Marketing Method Facebook group. Connect with other successful women in business, combining ambition and motherhood and making a real impact in their families and in the world. To join, go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group or search for The Social Marketing Method on Facebook. Can't wait to see you there.